<laughs> every week. I got this. Let's just oh, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we sellers across all platforms. There you go. Welcome to the Pocket Change Podcast featuring your wait, 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 here we go. Oh featuring your favorite host in the world. I don't know. <laughs> No, Joe, Philly Picker, Dan and the Man, and Jimmy, old school. Not Iron Man today. I'm not Iron Man. <laughs> I'm not old school flips today. I am not Iron Man. Sonia told me. Actually, Sonia said, I'm going to start calling you Iron Man at yard sale. <laughs> oh. After the last episode of the podcast, which the last episode of the podcast, funny that I say that because this is potentially our last episode of this podcast. Potentially. This is? I think. I mean, according to statistics, did I say that right? St- statistics that I've, rumors, statistics that I've heard that most podcasts don't make it past ten episodes. You guys ever hear that? I didn't hear that. I think oh. I've heard. I think I've heard it on other podcasts before. I think I just made you guys. I, I, I think you're. I think you're reusing information from your other podcasts. You no, actually, I heard that reseller clickbait podcast talked about that once, um, or was it trash to cash? Well, did you talk about it when you were on the Reseller think, Quick Big podcast? I think so. No, I think we did. I think we did that um, The most podcasts don't make it past 10 episodes, some statistic like that. And this is episode 10 for us. So Whoa. potentially, based on statistics, this is potentially our last episode. So do, do we celebrate next week, uh, episode 11, that we made it past that? Is that no? We should, we should definitely celebrate if we all make right. it past that. <laughs> all these these little milestones that we have here. Hey, that's what I that's what I've heard through the the very very poor grapevine. I mean, it's like this <laughs> entangled grapevine that actually makes no sense. But that's where I heard it. Sounds is that why we're recording? Is that why we decided to record early, episode ten? So we wouldn't. Yeah, just get it done and over with. Yeah, it's yeah. like ripping off the band aid. Uh, now it's all making sense to me i mean now i'm nervous now i'm more nervous i was nervous before because we were recording earlier so we can make sure we get in all our episodes yeah and and then now you're putting the pressure on that this is potentially be our last and if you read the comments for the last one uh you're you're gonna do some wrestling podcast potentially Potentially, yes. Oh my god, the writing—the writing's on the wall here, boys. It's not a podcast; it's actually wrestling. I'm actually going to be wrestling. What's your uh, name going to be? Iron top Man. Rope, elbow drops, and everything. The Iron Man Iron of reselling. Man? Yeah, the Iron. The yeah, the Iron Man of reselling. Uh, Macho Man Savage. Oh, that's a very long name. You need to come down with a. <laughs> No, you I was just old, you know, could be old have school a... flips in that too. You could flip off the oh, that could be my top finishing rope. move. Mm-hmm. Like your finishing move. Oh, okay. the old school flips, and that w- an old school flips would be like not even a partial flip. Like it just be like <laughs> me trying to do a flip, Ugh. probably landing like on my head and being severely <laughs> injured. <laughs> have you ever done a flip before? Uh, or how about a cartwheel? Have you ever man. done a cartwheel? No, my my arms cannot hold up my body. Not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. Joe, Even though I am cartwheel? Iron Man, they're not. It's not happening. Joe, can uh, you do a cartwheel? I think if any of I, us could do a cartwheel, it'd be Joe. Yeah. Um, I can't fully do a cartwheel, but I, I try my best. Right? Can uh, or my, can't? I can't. My my daughter Riley is into gymnastics now. She's starting. You know, I think uh, 
this is maybe like her third or fourth month of gymnastics. So she thinks everybody could do a cartwheel. So when she does it, she asked me to do it. It's you don't want to see it. It's god awful. <laughs> or do or do we? I don't. I don't know. But uh, I actually maybe when I was younger, I probably I probably could have. I remember trying to do a backflip off a diving board. That was oh. You smack your head on the diving board? No, I just I don't know. Like kind of like landed on my back flat. I've done a flip before, Dan. Actually, I have done a flip before. Because yeah. that's you know, that was actually a tough question. Being a I was a big kid and everything. I don't think, but I remember one time I was playing football, right? And I was I was actually decent at football, but I was running, right? And my brother, I was playing against my brother, and he just stuck his arm out and clothesline. <laughs> and I my feet were in the air, like I saw the sky, then I saw the ground again, and I landed like he made me do a complete flip. Did hold on to the ball? I did not fumble. That's correct. I did not. Oh, that's good. That's all that matters. I think he's lying. I think yeah, he's so lying that's, though. that's yeah. the only time I know I've done a flip because, and I, it's still, and I was young, but it's still like seared into my brain seeing the sky, then seeing the ground again. And I so know you, I did a full flip that day. So it was kind of like forced on you. You didn't necessarily. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I did not purposely do a flip, and I never would purposely do a flip. So yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know. I, I, I've I've attempted a few at the trampoline park, but I, Ooh, don't go to those trampoline parks, man. People get hurt bad at those things. It feels like you're in a car accident at the elite. Like the next day, I mean, everything hurts. <laughs> everything hurts. <laughs> man, that is not good on your ligaments and your ankles. No. And your... There was there was a baseball player that and I'm going way off topic, but there was a baseball player for like the Yankees that like really hurt his ankle bad at a trampoline park like he he completely broke his ankle okay. and he was out for like a couple of years yeah i remember that i don't, I don't remember, remember his name anyway yeah i don't remember him oh, so I can't think. go ahead oh go ahead i was just gonna say if you're uh so this is we're after this is after the weekend so now we're yeah. gonna be it's there's no shipping like so no one i mean there's shipping but i don't think you can't get anything for christmas right by the time this is going to be out, Ooh, yeah, the deadlines are coming down. So, so what, do you, what are we doing now? Out, yeah. We're done. Like this is it. I think That's tomorrow. It. Yeah, tomorrow be... and then like tomorrow, right? Like well, we're recording yeah, this we're Friday, gonna... so Saturday, right? Are you going to do? Are you going to do shipping tomorrow? Did you do shipping Saturday? For so people get it by Christmas. <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> you haven't decided. Oh, well, am I going? I actually shipped a bunch of. Stuff. It's so weird. So How far. do we do this? Like, so it's Friday for everybody listening. I think, I think we got to tell everybody it's it's Friday. Yeah, I, we all around, three of us have said that now. Around one one p.m. Oh, do we? Yeah. One fifty p.m. on Friday. Eastern. 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 Yes. So bear with us here. If you're listening on <laughs> yeah. audio, all your favorite audios or YouTube. This is very cut. We're very cut. We're only ten episodes in. This is really weird now because yeah. we're, we're we've. Our first nine episodes, we've come to, we have our little routine we do, and this is weird. To, I didn't know how this was gonna go. <laughs> By the way, I got bad news, guys. We are not a professional podcast. What does that mean? Uh, I, uh, my local mailman, Greg, who listens to the podcast, I think he said he was listening to it with his wife, <laughs> and he hates <laughs> it. And she said, "Why do they keep saying they're a professional podcast? They are not." Oh well, tell was it Greg? Was, was it Greg or Gary? Greg, yeah, that, Greg. Right? that was like five episodes ago. We're way past that now. 
haven't we haven't said that in a while. Yeah, he now, did right? say he was just catching up. Yeah, we're on episode right. ten now. Yeah, like, t- we're t- way t- past. <laughs> yeah, we are. Tell like Greg show episode four. Yeah, five. tell Greg to listen to again with his wife and yeah, keep up. Maybe maybe not last episode. Maybe not maybe last not, episode, not especially the towards interviews. the end of the video when Dan cool. talks about his room. Yeah. So, uh, we're not gonna when do you that start talking about dingleberries, you should just turn it off. Yeah. Turn it off. Wait, you're only eight minutes into this. You can't say the word dingleberries. <laughs> well, nobody's here. Everybody left already. Yeah, well, that, that'll that'll get the hardcores to go back and watch the last episode at the end when we talk about dingleberries. I want to give a – can I do that overlay that I was practicing real quick? Because I got to – Dan, the answer man, who um, that my friend back in Colorado, he sent me this picture of me as Iron Man. So I got, I got. For those watching, if you're listening, you should come over real quick to the eight nine minute mark and check out this picture of me as Iron Man right here. Look at that, guys. <laughs> yeah, come over to YouTube. Also, subscribe to us over there too. <laughs> so Dan, thank you for sending that picture. That we got a good laugh out of that. We share with a, I share with a couple people, um, yeah. because I I made the. What would it be like the proclamation? I don't know that I am Iron Man at yard sales, and you guys got quite the kick out of that. So, <laughs> well, well, we did. <laughs> I, I'm sure most of the audience did too. I was doing. But, I do cartwheels at. That's the only time I do uh, cartwheels is at yard sales, actually. Yeah. <laughs> did you wait? Did you do cartwheels at the bins? No, I do not. But I've been in the bins since I last seen you. I, I have. I got some good news at the bins. So well, I'm standing there. You, you, you didn't fight with anybody, and you didn't. You didn't almost get arrested and all that. That lady has not been back. Okay, that's good. I met a. I met a viewer, Jessica. Uh, thank you for. We talked for quite a while. It was awesome meeting you. If you're watching the podcast, thank you so much. Comment and let us know you're watching. Hi, Jessica. Uh, hey, Jessica. Then, while, but while that same day, while I was there, Sonia's talking to this lady. Like she's just having a real deep con- and like I can see Sonia's getting like heated conversation so is this lady like not in a bad way it was just like a really and i and so i just kind of walk on there like what's going on everything like and that lady was like talking to sonia about the altercation that i had the she was there she saw it happen when the lady was going to call the police on me and stuff and she's like oh my gosh she goes to me first of all you didn't do anything wrong like that lady has a reputation she goes to the the other bins down south and like everybody over there knows about her and stays away from her I was like, man, could give me like a heads up, like give me like a like a signal or something. When she's going, when she was getting mad at me, like I didn't realize that she has. So, kind of verifies that I'm not the crazy one, even though I am a little bit out of control. Oh uh, yeah, Sonia's like, yeah, that lady came up to me and told me, like, I'm so sorry, like that. I don't know what was going on, but like, your husband didn't deserve that. And so, anyways, and I'm just making that up to make me sound good. Okay. Well, <laughs> did you find anything good at the bins? Yeah, this last trip to the bins was really good. We found vintage clothes like crazy. Like single stitch champion. I found a single stitch champion Ohio State shirt. Um, we found a all over all over print liquid blue. Uh what was the not Bob Marley? Oh um, no, the other one was uh Who's the band with Jerry Garcia? The Grateful Dead. The Grateful Dead. Yeah, it's a tie dye all over print liquid blue with a with the bus in the middle of it. Oh, I, I've, I've, been, I've never found a uh, Grateful Dead shirt. 
was a liquid it was like the vintage liquid blue or yeah like the screen printed like or i guess i don't know no it's got the tag it doesn't have the screen print it's got the tag mm. liquid blue sonia found that of course sonia found it mm. um she's she likes to dig through the clothes quite a bit more than i do i i have it listed for 130 we'll see i don't know if i'll get it but i have it listed there oh nice i yeah, saw the so, i saw the liquid blue shirt last week or this week how many of you like i was telling something that was like that's the only second second one we've ever found like i've there's only one other liquid blue that i've ever found that was i only found one and it was it wasn't it wasn't vintage or anything it was it was a screen printed one so i don't know but it was a it was a chicago cubs one it was really cool i just sold i had it listed for a long time i just sold it this last week thirty dollars right it was brand new but nice. it was listed for a long time. Yeah, liquid blue is a good the if you can find the all over print, you know, which means there's yeah. print on every inch of the shirt. Man, those are worth some money. The other one I found was like a guitar. Is Robert Pack a guitarist? Is that the name? I don't know. I can't think of I don't know if I got the name right. But there was it was a famous guitarist on the on and it was his whole like it was all him. The entire shirt was him just playing the guitar. It was really cool. But that was years ago. And that's why I yeah. can't remember exactly. I never, I, I never, I never found a liquid blue shirt. No, no, you just find Oliver Print Darth Maul. Yeah. <laughs> Only one time. <laughs> so, so, Joe. Yes. Let's let's do some reseller talk. Okay. Hit me, Joe, hit me, hit me with something. Joe recently. has done some behind-the-scenes work with his with his eBay page this week because we talked a little bit about it. Did you do some work on a feedback situation? I did. It took me a lot of work and a lot of time. So I got a negative feedback on a package that was not delivered. So the guy never reaches out to me, and it's an eight dollar. I'm telling you, I have most of my oh, problems. Worst with the lowest dollar items that I sell. This mm-hmm. was an eight dollar back to a uh, PlayStation remote. It wasn't even a PlayStation, it was a Logitech yeah. PlayStation remote. And <laughs> it was just a battery compartment. I bought the whole controller, but it, it didn't work. So I just ended up selling the back piece. And yep. so I sent it out to the guy and the guy never contacts me. I think it's delivered or whatever. And then I get this negative feedback saying that Item never arrived, um, you know. Yeah, yeah. And the, the, the tracking normal. showed that, right? The tracking showed that was like. Well, after I saw the feedback, I checked the, I checked the tracking and saw that the tracking said that it was an insufficient address. So, was, oh. yeah. So I reached out to, I reached out to the guy and I told him, you know, I told him that it was, um, you know, something wrong with the address or whatever. And he said, he just wrote back. He said, I get Amazon packages and eBay packages all the time delivered to my place. It's not, it's not, you know, whatever. Yeah. but So I, I did some digging. Sometimes I, I said this before in a podcast. Sometimes I do uh, end up looking at um, like Google and the address. And yeah. it showed that it was this huge apartment building. And then I looked it up even more. It was like 600 units or something in this apartment Holy building. Stuff. And there was no apartment address. So I asked him if he had an apartment address or whatever. He said that he did. I said, well, it's not on the track. We were back and forth with, you know. So I yeah. did ask him if he if he did have the, um, um, I'll track it down. I'll do my best to track it down if whatever, you know, could you re, you know, 
what's it called? Uh, do a revision, you know, feedback revision yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. and all that. And he said that he won it because he doesn't have his package and he's going to go look for it somewhere else and all that. So I called eBay after all these, well, I didn't call him. I tried to track him down um, with, uh, you know, sending them messages and then hopefully they would say, um, you know, we'll contact you type thing. Yep. But I kept on going into the live chat, trying to chat with the, you know, people. And of course it wasn't going down with the, uh, the, um, they weren't understanding what I was saying. Finally, after about maybe an hour of doing the, um, you know, the uh, chats back and forth, someone did reach out to me. I talked to somebody at eBay. eBay told me that they would not take the feedback away because it was that guy's experience that he had. He wrote his experience of what he had. Cut and paste. That's you the know. cut and paste answer. Everybody's here. Yeah. yeah. So I, I tried it. I said, is there anybody else I could talk to or whatever? The woman told me, no, there's nobody I could talk to. It's not qualified for our eBay, you know, you know, to take it removal. Yeah. I said, even with the screenshots of the insufficient address, I mean, I have no control over what, you know, address that guy puts in there for his address. I copied, you know, I printed label through eBay, everything. She said, no. So I still can't track down the package. I, I put in a, a request with USPS to track the package or whatever. Somebody from USPS called me, USPS called me and said that they'll look into it, but it has to be 14 days before you do a lost package thing and all this other stuff. But I did ask him about that address because it, it, you know, the phone call came from Maryland where it was. And he said, yeah, that's a huge apartment complex that, you know, there should be an apartment address. Uh, he's familiar with it. Yeah. So I said a couple more message, messages back to eBay. Like I said, this is taking hours now. It's probably not even worth going through the whole yeah. process yeah. Of, of, of doing this, but it was just the point that it was, that it was there. And, um, I finally got through to somebody else on eBay and the guy ended up taking it apart, uh, taking it away, but not because of the address thing, not because he put the wrong address in. They ended up, he wrote something in there. He, he wrote uh, something about, they did it like, what's it called? Feedback extortion or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. told me like in one of the emails, he said, fix the problem or I'll leave you an other negative feedback, something crazy like that. And since you wrote that in the message, he already left me the negative feedback. So I don't know what else he could have, could have did maybe added on to the negative feedback or whatever. I don't think you can do that. Can you? I don't know. What happens if you send him a revision and then he revised it by I'm giving this guy a double negative feedback because he won't <laughs> fix the problem. Right. So, so I, do you think I don't he know. left his, his, his apartment building, number off because he knew he would be able to get his package and then he could show that it wasn't going to de delivered and then he would be able to get it give you negative feedback and get a refund all at the same time i don't know i mean he, he, i don't i still don't know where the package is well, it's at his house uh, it's probably at his house yeah but i also they have a doorman I, at the apartment building it might be at their house it could be <laughs> But I ended up. I ended needed up talking, a, the doorman needed a Logitech back of a remote. I ended up talking to my mailman here, um, and he said, "What's his name, Greg?" I don't even know what his name is. Oh, I think you don't Tom. even know the name of. I your... think it's Tom. I'm new. I, you know, he's a new mailman for me. Whatever. Been there since June. It's December, uh, July. <laughs> Six but... months. Oh, five months. Okay. Well, in five it... months, you couldn't introduce yourself as I, Joe. I think it's Tom. 
He knows my name. He delivers my packages. He knows Obviously, he knows your name. Yeah. Did you take the time to listen and find out what his name is? <laughs> he might have the package. Okay. Maybe he's well, using it to make a yeah. controller to drive his postal truck. I don't know, but listen, he did. He did tell me. He said. He said, "Have the guy go to his nearest yeah. post office, whatever the post office near him." He's he said, "Ninety-nine percent of the time, that package will sit there for a long time because it's it's a legitimate address. It just doesn't have so most of the time the people when they're not <clears throat> they don't get their mail because of the address. You know, the How apartment number not being on there, they'll just go to the post office. That's what a normal person would do. So I said to him, I said." If you don't mind, just if you check your local post office, it's probably there or whatever. And he said it's not. He didn't sign up for this. That was he didn't sign up to order something online to go pick it up for. Which I understand. I understand, but I think so, the end. Just you know, I, I disagree with them. that totally, though. Well, I mean, you order something online, you expect it to show up at your house. But if you don't put the right address in, I mean, it's not my. You know, yeah, I can't help I that. Mean, I had no idea what apartment number he lives in. You know what I mean? Well, guess pick a number one through six hundred. Yeah, true. I just feel like I've I've always felt this way, and and maybe I I'm always off base on stuff, so it's, yep. I'm probably wrong. I mean, we all I mean definitely, but <laughs> it's not just a seller's like it's not just the seller that's relying on the postal service. It's the if you shop online, you are making the decision to rely on the postal service as well. That you chose to shop online, you rely on them just as much as the seller does to deliver that package. It's not just on the seller to rely on them. It's both of you. It's a. It's both parties that rely on them to do their job. Right. I mean, this is a, this is a completely. I, I mean, it, an easy fix is you put your correct address in. I mean, now, that's the easiest. You know, fix in the world. You know, what I mean, it's not something that. You know, I did on my part by not including the right address because it was never in eBay's right. eBay. When I talked to the first woman on e at eBay, she did tell me that there's no apartment address to it. And I told her, I said, I Googled the address yep. and it's a 600 unit apartment building. So I, said, I talked to somebody from the post office who said it was a 600 unit apartment building. So for someone listening that might not be familiar with everything and all how all this works, this to me, because it's ridiculous to me, I would be like, no, you're taking that feedback down. Like, let me keep going. And I probably would never win, but I'd still be, I'd be pretty upset because. You would turn into the Hulk. Thing, yeah, I would turn into the Hulk this time. Another Marvel character. Take the Iron Man off and then put the Hulk yeah. back if on. If it's DC, I'm being a, a villain. So okay. yeah, I, I'm, in this case, I'd be the, maybe Thor. I'd grow some long no, hair. No, the Hulk. Okay, the whole those start turning green because mm -hmm. the rage, yeah. yeah. So, um, because what Joe's saying is when you place an order on eBay as a buyer, it's your job to fill. Joe doesn't fill out the address, Joe no. doesn't. No. Joe buys the label from eBay based on the information that the buyer put into the order. The, the buyer's job is to fill out their address correctly before they and it even prompts you before you push pay, it shows you the address right there, and you're supposed to double check everything. So this buyer didn't do that. They didn't put their apartment number in the address field. So Joe just buys the label from eBay that's provided by eBay based on the buyer's information, slaps it on the package, and throws it out the door. And then, then it doesn't arrive because insufficient what information. It doesn't have the 
apartment number. And then now eBay won't take the feedback down, be, even though the buyer is the one that made the mistake. Like, yeah, because they said they said the e the, the the feedback is based on the experience they have with the transaction and with the seller, and their experience was they didn't actually read the feedback from the actual well, feedback from. I just want to say I've heard that exact same response because it's like a cut and paste answer that they give. Oh yeah, the <laughs> I'm sure. And they um, oh uh, they took it. I don't. Did I? Yeah, it it literally says some long it's lines gone, of. Yeah. Their feedback is based on their experience and blah blah blah. It's, it's did you a, get a survey yet about your experience with eBay, Joe? You could let them know about your experience. Well, I'm gonna. I don't even know if I want to share some information that I some inside information that I have. Oh, for the concierge. Concierge. It is concierge information, actually. Yeah, share it. Share it. Well, it right. says well, the actual feedback that he left. It said something must have gone wrong in transit. Or whatnot, because I never received my pro my product. Still waiting. That's all he left, and that's mm -hmm. in the eBay sided with him saying the initial person sided with him saying that that was his experience with me is that his package never arrived. But if you if you if you took it a step further and went to the tracking information, it says that it was attempted to be delivered on December first, out for delivery with a red mark that says insufficient address. So, I mean, I guess that's his experience with me, but the insufficient yeah. address. Did I you think, block him? Back. Did you oh, block you him? better block him. Uh, no, hmm. I'll do that after. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got, you haven't, if you haven't learned anything from Dan, at least learn this. Block that must sucker. Oh, yeah. Block I blocked like five people last week. Five? <laughs> it's a yeah, slow week least. for you, huh? Slow week. At least. Yeah. Good. We don't have to talk about my inside information. <laughs> Why? No, go ahead. I mean, you, you, you oh, I do. With it. I have concierge, which means I can push a button, and I'll get a call back from eBay. Like I don't have to go through the steps that Joe just talked about. I'm well, a big yeah, deal. I mean, I'm 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 sort of a big deal. You are. But uh, about We're supposed to be a humble podcast. Uh, yeah. No. No humble. I'm Iron, I'm Iron Man. Oh wait, no, I'm not Iron Man. We just lost no, all the pity. The we had pityness felt from Joe. Like poor Joe. This sorry yeah, sap. Poor Joe. Yeah. Poor so Joe. if you would have had concierge like I do, Joe, read us that negative feedback again. Maybe maybe we can get people back on our side. <laughs> well, no, I don't. I, I'm thinking may, maybe next time, since Jimmy only has to hit a button, he'll call for me. Yeah. And yeah say, hey, listen, I do this. Like, no, I do this, this is Joe. This is Joe. You need to. This is. My I do this professional podcast with this guy named Joe. Can you help <laughs> him out? No, nope. and he's he a professional, professional podcaster, so we need to. About three months ago, I was talking to um, my concierge that was helping me with a negative feedback, um, and they explained to me I'm not. They explained to me that the policy will be changing for negative feedback removal, um, and it's not going to be something that's very done regularly anymore. Um, what they're not going to remove it regularly? Yeah. So. Um, um. And he even said, even with you, and I was like, he's like, even with you, you know, like, all right, here's some information since it's basically gone now. Having the concierge, I had um, what they would call complimentary removals, like two in a rolling year. Those are 100% gone. Those do not exist anymore. Um, he yeah. said that's the first thing that they're getting rid of. There will, you know, I could twice a year, I could 
I didn't, I, I'll say I never really had to use them. I think I had to use them a couple times in five years, but it did exist for, for people that had concierge. It was a complimentary negative feedback removal, like twice in a rolling year again. And if you use both, then they would, you wouldn't have them till they reset type thing, whatever. He said, those are going to be gone. Like those are gone. They don't exist anymore. I'm sorry for your loss, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, I, I don't know how you're going to handle it without it. I, I don't either. Uh, I, again, really I'm not, bad for you. I don't have anything to brag about having this concierge. Yeah, so ask him what his job, maybe he, what's he going to be doing? Is he going to start reselling? He probably resells. Yeah, the, the concierge. The concierge. What's he gonna be doing? He definitely. Like, he can't. He can't take off. A, he's got a rolling clock that's gone. He's not gonna take anything down for. Well, I mean, there's still there for other for reasons. Like I had. What did I have to call them for this last time? I don't remember. Why are they so busy oh. talking to you? They can't even answer Joe. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Do I think it's? I mean, I paid a lot of money for the concierge as far as the cost to go to the the eBay open. But how much was it? Was it? Just. Uh, the open was four hundred dollars, so and then the it's like I had to pay for a hotel room, and I had to, you know all that stuff too. So I mean, oh, so you want to go on vacation uh, too? All right, I'll, I'll, so what do you want to go do on vacation? So you get a concierge, Jimmy. I'll split the four hundred with you. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I no, I, I I will I will admit that it's been the best part of the eBay open was getting that concierge service. Like to this day, like I, whenever I have a question or I have an issue with any kind of with an order. I get a call back, you know, that's all I, gone. No, that, no, the concierge is still there. I but still have to be gone. It, his power to take negative feedback away is gone. Yeah. And he was, he was what, real like up front with me. He was like, it's going to be different for everybody. Like it's going to kind of level the playing field. If you want to call it that, like, because basically nobody's going to get that stuff removed unless it is that um, feedback. What would you call it? Extortion. Extortion. There you go. Yeah. Do you, yeah. So, do you think people? I know this comes up a lot, but do you do you care about your feedback? And I mean, I know I always we always say on here we always talk about it. So something bad's gonna happen to us. But yeah, yeah. But uh, I already know. I'm probably gonna check right now, and I probably have it now. I mean, do you care? Like, how much do you care? Like, if it's gonna, I, I don't. Be less, do you think they're gonna care less? eBay's gonna care less? Like, I, I don't mean, just I, like seeing the hundred percent, but. I would say I don't care about the feedback if it's something that I did. Yeah. Like if I make the mistake, which I did this week, I sent two packages out that went to the wrong people that I'm still yeah. trying to. But a lot of this, I a lot agree of the with things. Joe 100%. If it's my fault and I can't get it removed, then I got what I deserve. But when it's something like what Joe just dealt with, like that. I agree with that. Step up. Like, because yeah, I, always, I, I always feel like. Like if I let that one slide, that wasn't my fault. Then like I'm going to screw up again. Like like I said, like two days after this, I got this negative feedback. I sent two packages out to the wrong people, and of course they're on different sides of the coast, and and you know, and it's good, you know, that was a nightmare. I'm sh I'm sending shipping labels to the other person. Luckily, one guy was, seemed to be okay with you know forwarding that package for me. Right. So. I mean, maybe I'll dodge this bullet too without a negative. But if I get one because of I sent I sent the wrong product out to the, you know the wrong person, then I'll, I'll take that one. But to let the to let the ones that are not your fault slip through, I think that's where. Yeah, just but in that case, in that situation that you had the negative feedback, just if someone was going to buy something and they really cared about it, would and they read it like a logical person would be like, well, what the heck does that have to do with him? Well, well my I don't, thing was. I, the, the, the problem with the way that that negative was left is that 
it almost sounds like I just didn't send out his product. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so I mean, I you'd think, be able to re, you'd be able to oh, respond. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he I, left I, me insufficient evidence or insufficient address. But yeah, like, I mean, I, so I would if you're on Macari, when, when I make a sale on Macari and people, they, they, you have to rate, they rate you to get, so you can get paid mm-hmm. unless yep. it goes three days and it automatically rates you. But if they rate you and they rate you low for something, you can't reply and you can't get it removed at all on there. Like yeah, it's right. just there. So like I have dings on my account for slow shipping because people have bought items on like a holiday weekend. So they buy yeah. it Saturday and Monday's a holiday right. and it doesn't go out till Tuesday. And then you can't do anything about it. So they, they, they mark you down two, three stars, but there's just literally, you can't even reply to that. So it looks, you get a couple of those and then you're, you're like, you're out of luck there too. And then on but Poshmark really doesn't Poshmark. You can't even see what someone's rated. You don't even see their They can just, they break you. But like only you can see it. It's annoying when people do stuff. That's I mean, it's annoying when people are kind of liars about it when they're lying. Yeah. But I have yeah. this idea that I think eBay should. I have this. I've had this idea for a while. I think that eBay should require you, but the buyer require the buyer to send at least one message to the seller, and and the seller. No, yeah, send at least one message to the seller trying to resolve it before they can leave negative feedback. I think that that should be a requirement. Hey, before you leave this, you have to contact the bot, the seller and try to resolve it before you can leave this negative feedback. I, like Because I don't think that's the one that drives me the craziest. Like they never contacted me. They never tried to resolve it. They never, it's just all of a sudden they're like, that's what Joe just dealt yeah, with. Yeah. Like, I, I had, I had no idea that package was missing or not no, delivered. Yeah. The first, the first time I knew about it is when I got the negative mm-hmm. feedback. So if eBay, if you're listening, which I know you're not hundred <laughs> percent, like well, I, we don't even have 200 people listening right now. No, but eBay, if you're listening, like that's an easy, that's an easy thing to just add. Like, Hey, before you leave this negative feedback, you're required to message the seller to try to resolve this. If they are not able to resolve it, then you can leave the negative, negative feedback. feedback. Yeah. Because I think that's like, to, because Dan asked, do you care about the, this is going to sound cheesy and definitely not like me, but I do care because I care that I provided good service. Like I actually do care about my customers, my buyers, and I want to provide the best service possible. And I always try to resolve issues. Like I, I've resolved a lot of issues in my years of doing this where the feedback never even was brought up because I re- I did provide really good service to the buyer. And I care about that. So And you have a customer. And, 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 if you, and if you're really pissed off, you just call it. You, you call it. What, yeah, right, what, right. What's the concierge's name? What's his name? We'll, we'll no, name there's him. multiple. There's multiple. We'll just name them. This, we'll come up with a name. I, I, uh, I can't think of any of their names right now because it's always somebody different. It's never the same person. Uh, it's like a center. You know, you can – it's not – so concierge isn't like a guy that I call every – it's just a – service and there's it's all you can tell it's like a call center that but it's in the united states and they they call me back they're from they're they're based at the ebay in california and so someone in that center will call me back it's never the same person though his name's probably like i don't know yeah joe why don't you name it what's i mean they're awesome the name probably hi james 
we appreciate your five years of great, so you know, great. The guy, uh, the guy, you said the concierge, the last one you talked to, if someone, hey, James, how are you? I think I would know his name, not like my mailman. No, he's saying just, James, like, he's well, no, the first concierge, they say, and he's but, pretending that he's talking to himself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, hey, James, Jimmy, James. No, they asked me my name. They asked for yeah. my full name first, they because they want to kind of verify who I am. So they ask me, can I get your first and last name? Then I say, and, they, and then they go, hey, James, thanks for five years of great partnership with eBay. You've only been on eBay for five years? Oh, over five years now. But they just say five because I'm not quite to six years. Yeah. Um. Well, every time I yeah, got to like, verify do, my I name, verify my name through eBay. For whatever reason, I don't know. I guess when I signed up for eBay and made my account first, I was I was never I, when I first made my account, I was just buying on eBay, but I just must have put Joe in there. So whenever they so whenever they ask us, I say my full name, Joseph, and they're like, "Are you known by any other name?" I'm like, "Oh, it's Joe." Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess I should have said, "Yeah, I go by James when I fill out." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so they're like, "Dude," I mean, my wife used to call me at work. Can I talk to Jimmy? And everybody would be like, who's Jimmy? And I was like, <laughs> like, oh, and I would tell my coworkers, well, my friends call my friends and family call me Jimmy. That's why you guys call me James. So they, they you're, when you went to work, they called you James? Well, when I had to fill, like whenever I, you know, looking for a job, I'd have to fill out an application as James because that's my legal name. And so it's on my, so I would fill out and then it, it would just kind of stick, you know, like my bosses would call me by my name on the application. And so then it just kind of stuck. Except for when I, then, then when I became a mechanic, then I got Jimmy on my shirt. And then Jimmy was what I went by as a mechanic because I had it on my shirt because I was official like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, when I, my last job as a customer service rep was in an office and my boss just called me James from the start and it just kind of stuck. So I went, I went for a, you, a few years. Um, uh, my supervisor called me uh, <laughs> Georgie, and I never, I never corrected him. Like when he would see me, <laughs> what's up, Georgie? Oh, you're going by Georgie. For what's up, boss? How are you? I, I didn't have the heart to tell. It went on for too long. It went it's it, better it, than Paul. It went well, yeah, but it went. Yeah, on, yeah, it went, you can call you Paul. Yeah. I, well, I did the same thing when I was at the casino when I started <laughs> Sorry, blackjack dealing. I had uh, my name tag. It was it said Dan on it, but the the A was lowercase and the N was lowercase and a casino shift manager saw Don thought he saw Don. So he called me Don and I just did. I, I was so nervous and scared of him. I just, I went by Don by him and then they're like, who's like, Don? Had these people fooled for 10 episodes. This is Georgie and Don. What's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was such a nice guy too. He, he, he was such a nice guy. He would come up. Georgie, how you doing? Like he would shake the hand, give me a hug sometimes, you know. He would like we've had I, this conversation before. I didn't have the heart to tell him that my name was Joe. I mean, it was, <laughs> I, I the, just don't even know how that happens, Georgie. The best I don't know how he, I don't know how he, it even came up or anything else, but the best part is he would explain to people like, "Oh, I just talked to Georgie out in, out in the parking lot or whatever." And people would look at him like he's nuts. <laughs> but nobody corrected him. Nobody ever corrected him. So, so he would still think you're Georgie right now. So like three, if he saw me today, he would he would call me Georgie. And would you respond? I would say, "What's up?" Does <laughs> <laughs> that Georgie with the like? How do you spell Georgie? I don't. I don't know. I... <laughs> he didn't ever ask you. 
Georgie's the kid Georgie? from uh, the movie It, right? Like Georgie's the one that goes missing in the movie It. Oh, really? I never. I don't think I've ever seen It. Now, Dawn could easily. I could see that. Like how you could think Dan says Dawn. Yeah. Unless it was spelled D A W N, then that would be different. But D O N. Dawn. Dawn. What's the difference? Dawn and Dawn. 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 I don't know, but I I didn't have the heart to to tell him. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean Georgie Philly Picker doesn't roll that well, and definitely Dawn in Demand doesn't work. So <laughs> they got to stick with Dan. Yeah, that would just Dawn. be the Don. The Don. <laughs> that would be <laughs> it. That would be. We were talking about being humble. Yeah. Dan, were you known by any other names in the casino? Yeah. Oh, we don't I talk about <laughs> nicknames. Oh, no. let's talk, we got to talk about something recent. It was like something fun, not some boring feedback you guys oh, are talking okay. about. And, okay, let's and how talk Jimmy's about... so great with his concierge. Well, I didn't want to talk about that. I guess I did. Wait, I didn't you had to... oh, that was the thing. No, you said you didn't. It was some private information between. You yeah. and your concierge. Well, that's I had to. I guess. Well, I mean, that was part of it because, like I said, concierge did provide those yeah, complimentary. Well, I feel, I feel like us. I feel like the concierge name's probably like Skip or something. I don't like think that. I'm not yeah. sure if anyone else that listens to this podcast has a concierge, so none of them can relate. So, Jimmy, you've ruined another episode. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined another. I didn't know I had a reputation. <laughs> Listen, I've been fired from I've been fired from this podcast multiple times already. <laughs> not 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 I'm just this one that. either, right? <laughs> Congratulations. I'm just waiting for Mike to drop in. I'm waiting for Mike. Hey, he was busy today. Talk. I am like, hey, we're gonna do we're gonna record a little bit earlier, or we're gonna record next week, next episode. Do you want to come in? He's like, Oh, yeah, I think I'm available on Tuesday. I'm like, Oh, we're doing it on Friday. He's like, Oh, I'm busy on Friday. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm. We'll try maybe the next next week. Joining that recruiting effort for money. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're gonna, you're gonna start helping me? You're gonna start yeah. helping Mike come on? Yeah, I'm gonna start recruiting him too. Yeah. <laughs> All the heat I've been getting for my concierge. Wait, so okay, anyway, we'll, we'll let's talk about dropshipping because there's some dropshipping issues that some dropshipping drama going on, right? Yeah, well, Joe, 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 you want to take the lead on this? You're, you're a big dropshipper, right? I, 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 I've dropped shipped a, a few items in my day. I'm not saying I'm proud of it, but I've done it. Joe, Have you what done it? Is- Oh, sorry. Uh, what is drop shipping, real quick? Before before you ask that, Dan, tell us what drop shipping is, Joe. Basically, yeah, Joe. basically, like you're the middleman, you okay. know. Of oh, hey, you're the Don. You're talking to the Don, and you got the middleman. Joe, so have you drop shipped as a buyer? I mean, have you done it because you needed to do it? I, or I've done it out of necessity because you're trying to make some money. No, I've done it out of necessity. I've no. done it out of out of. So basically, if I sold an item. That I couldn't find, which it happens a lot um, to me. How often do you lose an item? I'm really not that <laughs> organized. I, I don't know. I've been pretty good lately, but there are been times where I've sold something and couldn't find it, or I sold something and I broke it, or I sold something and when I'm re- getting ready to pack it, because I used a sell similar at you know listing, I never changed the size. That, you know, I sold the exact Man, same item as it. As an extra large, and I'm selling a small. You, you know, what you I mean? need to do an inventory, buddy. <laughs> yeah, well, 
I, I need to do a lot of things, Jimmy. You need some, you need some checks in place. Yeah, oh, I do. I, I do. That's no. that's part but of my problem. It's, it's basically um if you're a seller, you ship something to your buyer from another seller store or seller. Yeah, you're not actually shipping it to them yourself. You go on there, you buy it, and you put in your your buyer's address so it shows you never physically had the item. It goes from another seller to your buyer. That's what drop shipping right. is, right? So a couple times that I've done it in my in my cases where I sold a Eagles jersey and it was a uh, Carson Wentz Eagles jersey, you know, if you remember Carson Wentz. But uh, I was selling a size small, but I, my listing said it was a size extra large. So, of course, I panicked or whatever. And, you know, I just ended up buying an extra large on eBay and sending it to the guy that bought it from me and kept and kept the uh, size small Jersey. Now I've done it some other times where I've lost an item. uh, So you're the one that has, you're the one that posted Dave's comic book then, aren't you? Yeah. Dave, if you're you're listening, I marked your comic books up 600. What are you guys doing? You guys are going to ruin our podcast by saying that. (laughs) (laughs) That, Uh, Oh, oh, we weren't supposed to say that Joe's the one that listed uh, no, people are seriously going to think that Joe did that now. You think so? Yes. It's under my... It's under my, uh, oh my God. My, my I got to take over here. I have to take... Both of you shut up. <laughs> it, 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 it's under my burner account. I'll never so you have to go together. back to the beginning of this episode when I said I apologize because we are... We don't really know what we're doing right now because, you know, this is episode 10 and we're recording early because of the holidays. And we all have, like, some kind of fog brain. And we got on here, and we're like, we don't really know what we're going to talk about today. So I mentioned that I just got done watching ADH Dave's video. And I go, people are probably going to talk about this before this is going to come out. But I found it interesting that Dave is selling these comic books. They're super expensive. He has one listed for like $1,500. And he, on a video he was watching, uh, a video I was watching, someone took his listing and copied it. Pictures everything and listed it for like two thousand. I don't know if I have the same numbers. Stop pointing at him because people are gonna honestly think it's Joe. And Joe's laughing. Joe, I know you're gonna call me later and worry about this because they're gonna you're gonna think that people are gonna think that it really is you. Because I'm starting to think I'm I'm trying to defend you, but I'm starting to think you might have really done that. But it, I don't it, think it was Joe. It's, all, it's sure. only to make a few extra hundred hours, real oh quick. Oh my god, a few hundred are hours. You yeah. Is it really doing? Really they call him. They don't call him Drop Ship Joe for nothing. <laughs> oh my god! I, I, mean, I don't. I, did you do it for real? Yeah, it's on my um my oh my, my burner account. Something supply company. I forget what it is. Are you serious? <laughs> Watch his video. He, he, he I watched it. the video. He never mentioned that it's. I don't even know if what's going on right now. Is it really you? <laughs> I I figured this would be the perfect opportunity for me to come out and tell it. Say it's me. Yeah. I don't know. Are you being serious? <laughs> I'm totally confused now. Hey, well, we might have to sleep with the fishes if we let out too many more, too much more information on this, though, Dan. You might, you so might know too much already. You might know too much. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. You guys, you guys <laughs> well, that was easy. All right. So when you when you cross posted Dave's <laughs> comic book. <laughs> I just, you stole I, all his pictures and you posted I, it back on. Watch this. People, watch. I got. He doesn't know that I have the power. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here. I'm not, back. I don't. I because I don't. I feel like I don't. Joe, 
I don't know if I know you. Like I thought I, I thought I would know you, Jimmy. What did you like corrupt? I don't know if you. I'm saying hey. I don't. Does it really you, Joe? <laughs> I, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell my story. <laughs> so let's hear. Some people say that I, I, you know, I stole his photos, but I just borrowed them. I just borrowed them. That's, it's from the catalog. It's from yeah, the catalog. Yeah, <laughs> as long as it's still the catalog, you're all right. So is, so, is Dan coming back in, or is he, is he really done? Not, let's let's let's. Okay, this has been a joke, folks. It's just been a joke. Yes. We're gonna talk a little bit about though. ADHD Dave's most recent video. If Dan would come back and explain to everybody what happened on ADHD Dave's, I'm not coming back until video. Joe says it wasn't him. I, I just said it. I just said it wasn't me. I was as kidding. I'm not the uh, the drop. I put a lot of work into trying to get us to do a podcast, and you're going to ruin it by saying this. What are you doing? <laughs> good. Any publicity is good publicity. That's yeah. not good publicity. Yeah, it is. I mean, hey, I if you have get, to drop, I don't want to get drugged down by you two idiots. <laughs> <laughs> it only took you oh. ten episodes to figure that out. Oh my gosh! What I'm, the hey, heck? Listen, just, just no. roll with it, man. You just gotta roll with it. I don't want to roll with that. <laughs> it's, it's. I don't neat. even know what we're talking about now. I was doing a good job too. You were so. So go ahead. So you he he discovered that somebody was using listed. Made a duplicate listing of his comic books that he was selling. Yeah, he was upcharging it. it he had his, I don't know if the numbers are right, $1,500. The guy made it 2000 and he's, he's selling them. And then Dave, Dave said, oh, I, I, you can, I didn't know you could do that. And so Dave switched his pictures uh, on his uh, listing so they wouldn't look the same, which I thought was like, yeah. like, oh, like, why would he do his? Why don't he just report him? For using his pictures, because like I don't think you can do that, and I didn't really think anything of it. But then I was rewatching, I was watching today's episode, and it was so, someone commented the last episode and said that yeah, you can use people's uh, photos. And Dave said, oh yeah, I you could do that, I know, but I just thought it was weird, like because it goes against drop shipping policies and and, yeah. and stuff like that. But my point was, or my thing is, I don't think you can use people's pictures, can you? And then so know. that's what I'm thinking. And then someone in the comments was thinking the same thing. And then somebody else commented that you can use people's pictures. And they had some policy that says eBay, you can use their pictures. So like I was totally confused. So I thought it'd be a good topic to talk about on a podcast, but clearly I was wrong because now this is very uncomfortable for me. Well, now I'm gonna if you just give me ask, go, if you just give me a minute, give me a minute. I gotta upload the new pictures that Dave oh. um <laughs> that that thanks for going on. Joe's not speaking from experience at all. Yeah, thanks in any way, shape, or form. Thanks for letting me know that he changed 100%. the picture. Episode ten is as far as this podcast goes. <laughs> with at least with me, I'm out of here. <laughs> Again, you guys suck. <laughs> I'm so bad right now. You're so mad. It was, listen. But it is against it is against eBay policy to drop ship for sure. And yeah, but and and I it made it you kind of opened my eyes to Dan why it's such a big deal when you brought this up because we talked about this for a second. Is that promotion promoting a listing? So that that guy could take Dave's exact same listing and let's say he promoted it at 10 15 percent just to get it everywhere, like it's that. 
that comic book is being seen everywhere because he is now promoting it. And if Dave isn't promoting it, his listing is being seen by, I mean, if you look at your promoted analytics, literally millions of people now, like millions of people could be seeing that comic book over Dave's, let's say hundred thousand people, generic numbers, but but because he dropped, he's drop shipping this person, not Joe is drop shipping it. And they and they promoted it, and they but they listed it for five hundred dollars more. They're willing to take, and they don't even ever even physically have to own the item in any way, shape, or form. They're just using eBay's tools to try to get the sale faster, or to try to land the sale before Dave does. And then what they would do is they would buy it from Dave for his asking price and ship it to their customer because right. they're listing, yeah. I never, then, so that's why I feel like it has to be against their policies because now people are yeah. using that promoted tool almost like the wrong way. Like that's the wrong way to use that promoted tool. And it would also, man, it, it adds so many different well, variables I, to that. The scenario. thing is, because in the video, Dave says, and and we talked about this before, is that it's someone good, fine if someone wants to drop ship. It was just like, it was just, I just assumed that everyone would. Under, like would agree that you can't just take someone's pictures and start yeah. using them. So I, well, I just I was curious. I, I just I thought it was so kind of weird. I worked for that company before I, I I learned about eBay working for a company selling for them on eBay. And real quick, like we we had drop shippers that um drop shipped from our web. So we had a website and then we had the eBay store. And we had people that stole from our website and took the pictures from our website and then listed it on eBay. And it was basically the same listing as our website, not our eBay listing. And so we were able to take action against them because they were stealing from our website. But our company also was part of the eBay catalog. I don't know a lot about the eBay catalog, but if, if your stuff is in the eBay catalog and your pictures are in the eBay catalog, those are you're allowed to use that. You're basically saying when you add your item to the eBay catalog as a as a you know manufacturer of an item that people can use that catalog picture. But Do they send the catalog out monthly or is it bi-monthly? <laughs> it's <laughs> quarterly. Actually, if you used to deliver the the newspaper, it's actually in the newspaper every Sunday. Oh no, it wasn't, <laughs> I was thinking like a big old JC Penny's catalog. Oh no! Uh, imagine like spring, how... winter, Christmas. They'd have a Christmas. Is there a special eBay Christmas catalog? It's a digital catalog, man. Oh, okay. But like hey, part... you, imagine how big that catalog would be for uh, eBay. It'd be like, well, if it's only it's specific so big... ca- stuff, maybe. What do you have to <laughs> oh, do to get in the catalog? You have to have a concierge. You do have to have. A yeah, yeah. You got to know a guy named Joe out in Philly. He'll take care of you. Skip from uh, eBay concierge uh, has to hook up. If well, you're not th- afraid to steal pictures, you can be part of the catalog. The guy, the, someone, someone, the policy they listed on here, there was a thing that says, what are the most common reasons uploaded videos and images to be rejected by moderation? Which I, I don't know. It says infringing contact content, video image or audio content that is used without permission from the respective rights owner is not allowed. So that that's that's how I mean. I don't know. Yeah. You still. I mean, once once you post those pictures on eBay, do you still own them? Or does well, eBay? This other one it says what is content allowed? And it says you may use 
images, video, or text on eBay as long as your use of that content does not infringe on third-party rights and the content follows our offensive material. And that's it's like weird because it says both, right? Yeah. I, I, Way too much legal jargon for me. No, no. So I don't know. I don't know the answer. I don't like. I think this topic sucks. It's stupid. Let's change the subject. What do you want to talk about, Dan? I don't know anything else. I guess this is boring now. I just got done wrapping Christmas presents. You guys, that sounds like it sucks too. What else, Joe? (laughs) Impress me. Tell me something funny. Tell you something funny? Yeah. I I, I don't have. I don't have much. uh... Just say some. I don't know. You want you, you want to resell them related? Re, resell them related. I, I, I'm. I, tell me about I'm, the. Tell me about your Dodger ball. You you bought a ball. Off of oh eBay. yes, I did buy. I did buy a ball. The, Joe sourced off of eBay and then resold it. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I bought. I originally that bought might not be boring. A 1993. You're right. A 1993 Dodger Stadium baseball, and when I was looking for. I bought it at the flea market for a dollar. And when I was listing it, I saw somebody had it for $5 on there. But the last three or four that were sold were like $40, $45 and things like that. But the guy spelled Dodger Stadium wrong. So I guess it wasn't coming up in the in the, in the search or was it, you know. So I ended up listing mine. It sold for $40 right away. And then I went back in as soon as I sold it. I went back in and bought the five dollar one. It was five dollars shipping, five dollar price with five dollars shipping, and I listed it for forty bucks. But it was really, I mean, that was pretty easy to do. Have you ever uh, sourced off of eBay? Man, I did one time a long time ago. I try. I was just like a, I was just trying it just to see, and I bought a, I bought a lot of Sony handheld uh, cassette recorders, like recordable ones, a little. Mm-hmm. And I did really good on it. I don't know why I never did it again. I bought like four of them for like twenty dollars, and I was selling them each for like thirty dollars a piece. And they all worked, and they all tested out fine. But I haven't done it since then. I just did that one. I first started when I first started selling on eBay. uh, I would buy uh, lots of remotes, and I would buy audio books, and I would always I have them in my videos. And I'm like, I spent a dollar for this. I sold it for three (laughs) dollars. I sourced off eBay to sell on eBay, and I still. A lot of that stuff I've donated and got rid of because it was a bunch of junk. But so, I've never had any good luck doing so that. So you didn't have no. Yeah. So. Would, would, have That's you a, ever bought uh, like a bunch of? Because like a lot of people buy clothes. Like a lot of people sell clothes in lots. I mean, it's promoted everywhere. Wait, you mean like like uh, mystery boxes. Not yeah or or yeah mystery like you don't know what you're getting exactly. Not just mystery though. Like hey, buy three pounds of vintage shirts for me. To resell, and you don't know what you're getting. I bought. You, have you ever... Yeah, I bought mystery boxes, and I'm never. I'm always disappointed when I bought mystery box. I don't buy them anymore. I, I I've bought and bought and bought. Well, I bought. I bought mystery boxes off of Poshmark. They they're awful. I bought mystery boxes off of Instagram. They've been awful. More off of Instagram. Off of. I mean, they've just not been very good. I just wonder, like you know, the stuff's got to be cherry picked, right? But like, no, oh, yeah, I don't think. But I don't think there's. I don't know if you're ever gonna. What are you gonna be happy with? If someone's building a mystery box, and yeah. they're gonna charge a hundred dollars for it, they're. I mean, what, what realistically are they gonna give you? What are they gonna be happy with giving right. you? Like, what I think they're doing is they're going to the bins and 
it gives them an option to buy more stuff at the bins to sell. It might not be the worst stuff. It's just not worth their time to list it individually. So if they go to the bins and they buy three pounds of vintage clothing for six dollars, and it's all and they can verify it's all vintage because they know the product, and then they sell it on eBay for forty, that's a good profit for them. And they're not lying; it is all vintage. And then the next person can sell the items for ten dollars a piece if they want to or whatever. Yeah. So what, it, what, is, what is it good like? Realistically, if you buy a fifty-dollar mystery box, what do you expect the value of that to be? To be, I I don't know. That's I I. Someone would be like, "Oh, if you buy it for fifty, you know, I'll guarantee you like one fifty, couple hundred." But yeah, then, but like, well, just say, yeah, they want a three. You want a three x your money, and then, so yeah. how long is it going to take you to three x your money? What's that's the sell through? Like, that's yeah. that's where I think you're like you're like, uh, they might be honestly thinking they're giving you a good deal. Like they could be like, yeah, this stuff's worth 150 bucks and they're only right, selling right. for 50 bucks. Like, so they could be legitimate. But then when you get it, you're like, man, this is only, like, it's going to take me forever to sell this. Like I have, I, I bought a big old pair box of, uh, uh, of shoes. And I mean, I still have half the shoes still listed and it's been like almost two years because they're okay. going to take forever and they're probably never going to sell, but yeah, I mean, they found a comp or something. You're like, you oh, get, I'm getting a good, I'm getting a good deal on these shoes. Let's say you can get twenty shirts for forty bucks. Well, that's two dollars a shirt. That doesn't seem terrible. But it's but it's the work to list all the shirts, and then those shirts are probably worth ten to fifteen a piece if you're lucky, and they're gonna sit for a long time. So yes, it feels like a good deal until you put all that time and effort into it, and then there's because there's never gonna be that big hitting high dollar item in one of those boxes so oh, it's yeah. a lot of work and it's a yeah. lot of time but i think yeah. when it when you get to like the the vintage if you were in that category of vintage resellers i think it might be in other categories but i feel like the vintage market you can depending on who you are as a seller can get different prices that you know you know yeah. some of those i mean because i watch them too some of the some of the the whatnot vintage t-shirt sellers and the instagram vintage t-shirt sellers depending on who you are and how many people you have in your show is you know so they could be basing their value on something that is what they can get for it as opposed to what you know not iron man can get you know what i mean for it right in, in the in iron the, uh, man hold on did you just say iron man i did say <laughs> iron man um and, and it's a crazy market because like you said People are selling vintage clothing everywhere. What not yeah. pop-ups? Like I, you yeah. know, when I worked in when I lived in Denver, there were there were the teenagers, the, the the t-shirt boys that were having pop-ups throughout the city everywhere where they, yeah. you know, they were setting up their canopies and their tents and whatever, and they were putting their clothes out for sale right there. So it's in person, it's online, it's on Depop, it's on whatnot, it's in bundles. Like vintage clothing is being sold everywhere and it's a huge market right now like you can and ebay might not be the best place to sell it yeah yeah oh, have you ever sold on grailed or depop i haven't have you i've i've listed stuff on depop i listed i sold something on depop once and then the guy wanted to cancel uh so i don't know i didn't know how to cancel i was trying to cancel and then i refund because they paid through paypal and i refunded his money and then depop kept telling me to ship the item but i'm like he canceled it <laughs> and then i sold it to someone on ebay and then huh. i kept on telling me to ship it and then i just 
if you don't use your account for a while, it'll deactivate all your items. So I let it do that, and I, I, I don't, I don't. I, so, I so you're probably not allowed back on Depop. You're yeah, probably being kicked off. No. To say you're not an ambassador over there would be an understatement. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand Depop at all. I didn't. Even th- you can cross list using Vendue. So I was like, oh, I'll just do that, and then it's just it doesn't ever work. But it's the I. Sonia messed with it for a little bit, a couple, probably for a month ago. She was messing with trying, and it's the some of those sites, man. Making an account isn't as fun as you would think, <laughs> and I'm being sarcastic. Like she didn't have; it was a pain in the butt to make the account, is what she found. Oh, really? And so that's kind of what held her up. And then she started to try to use Ven. She tried using Vendu. Um, it would be a learning process for for both of us because I've never used it. Yeah. Where else are you listing? Where else are you listing? I thought you just listed on eBay. That we were gonna try cross. Our plan was to cross list all the clothing and hats that I currently have because I probably, out of my fifteen hundred listings, I'd say four hundred of it is hats and clothing that's just on eBay. Oh. And I think I thought you know well let's try some of like Depop and Grailed and Poshmark with that stuff. I don't have to put my hard goods over there, just the hats and the clothing and the shoes. Yeah. But we we never got – we didn't get too far. We I started – at Poshmark, I started with just jeans and shoes because I was doing it all by myself because it was – it was I, we've mentioned it before Well, I about the shipping because it was – everything. all the shoes are going to be over two pounds. Most jeans yeah. are going to be over two pounds. So it was – you could save on shipping. So I feel like people would look for that stuff there. What was the ship? What was the shipping when it was like seven bucks or something? What was it's like seven ninety seven, I think now still. But it was used to be seven thirty something. I mean, it goes up a little bit every year too, but still, I mean, it's decent, right? Yeah, it's cheaper. Up to five pounds. Up up to five pounds is that one price. So, and they have they have flat shipping. It's all flat. Yeah, but they also have a higher. They have a higher. um, What's it called? I know if you promote. Oh, you're talking about the, the, the yeah, their fees, fees right? Yeah, they, yeah, you pay twenty percent in fees, but like I, I basically I promote it. I promote it on eBay all my items at five uh, percent. So right. like I'm basically paying close to twenty percent anyway. Yeah. Um, so it, it kind of it can definitely even because I promote too. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just never. I we tried yeah. it. We didn't get very far. When you follow people on, if you follow people on Instagram and stuff, when they share stuff on Poshmark, Poshmark has, you, you generally ask, you can ask for more than eBay. So you might be able to make more. I just, I know recently I had a pair, I sold a pair of jeans because I'm not very good at, um, on Poshmark, I'm pretty lazy on looking at pricing and what I had stuff. And I just mentioned that I shipped all, or I listed jeans and shoes, what I started with. I had a pair of jeans on there that I've had listed for, I mean, over two years. And I listed for thirty eight or forty dollars, but on like eBay, I had them for like twenty five bucks, and they sold full price on Poshmark. And I was willing to probably take twenty bucks by now on eBay because I had kept on messing with the pricing on that. So that leads me to a question that I think is a good question for someone that cross lists like that. What's your go to for pricing? Like, if you're listing on all those platforms, where do you do you check prices across all of them, or where's your go to no, for I, I, the I price use, you're going to sell it at? I use eBay for all my comps and then yeah. when i'm so when i'm cross so then when i i list everything on ebay and then when i cross list i use venue and then whatever my price is i kind of have just i don't really have a very smart way of doing it but i'm just like if something's um like twenty dollars 
I'll, wow. I might make it 25 or if I'm like, if I really know it's probably, if I have it listed at 20 and it's probably worth less than that, I might make it 24. So if I get sent an offer or something, so I can it builds you, gives you room to send an offer. I usually add $5. So wait, you, if, it's, if it's worth 20, you're listing it for 25. Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right. I might not be. The Why best. is that funny? No, I'm just not. <laughs> I, no, wanna, I was no, trying. To, I'm not good at math, Dan. <laughs> but if you said no, I'm just because I, I mess do, like with, little I'm things messing. to mess with. Like I leave little things to tell me if someone sends me an offer. If something, if I, I'm like, okay, might maybe I have it listed for seventeen, sixteen dollars on eBay. I'll list it for twenty four dollars on there, so I know I'm like, yeah, I have this kind of oh, listed pretty low. I, I, have, I like, got little, you, Dan. I don't, price know I, don't, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, we talked about the kind of people that price it higher than what it's worth. I don't, when did we talk about that? <laughs> Dropship. Oh, I'm just um, no. So is there, is there a place on Poshmark to like, can you look at solds and easily search sold? Cause I, again, yeah, I don't can, know anything about Poshmark. I, I mean, so I mean, I'm not very, I'm, you can comp stuff on I mean, okay. you can look up to see what it's sold for. Um, can I tell you? I don't really under. I don't probably couldn't tell you how to do it. Right. I know I used to. I used to try to comp on Macari because a lot of people will tell you like Macari's. They're like, oh, some stuff would go more on there too, and you can comp on there too. But how many? I don't know if it tells you if it's as good as eBay on telling you um, how many have listed, how many have sold, and how and you know in the last ninety days. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like eBay's the best at that. Macari seems very just it's just like a f friendly place to list stuff it's not very not serious it doesn't so feel serious nothing like this podcast. well do you, do you do you do you have different price no like this podcast sucks <laughs> thanks Dan. it's not um, friendly it's not a, it's not professional no you know what i'm saying though like it's not they don't yeah, yeah. they don't feel like you you don't have no tools like you don't have any i mean you can't even I mean, you can't do anything on there, really, oh, right? But do you have different prices per, like, uh, like Poshmark? I know you said you 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 listed up a little bit. How about Macari? Do you list it up? Like, how do you keep track of what your well, my price? Well, so on like Macari, it's the same price as eBay, but I just add the shipping, and then because I sell yeah. shoes and clothing, I just I know, and I do flat rate shipping. I so I what do you do? That. Free shipping on? I do my free shipping on Macari. And that's so you can print your own label. You don't have to use their right. They're they have some crazy tier system they do for shipping. For, for shipping. shipping, I don't have to mess with it. Yeah, I used to. I used oh, to. This, boring. this is boring too. <laughs> what do you want to talk about, man? Dan, what do you want to talk about? Get it off your chest. Something. Something fun. <clears throat> something fun. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't do. Oh, I'm gonna go see Wonka. I'm gonna, after we're done here. I'm gonna go see the new Wonka movie. Is that fun? Kind of. I don't. I don't have. I don't have like Willy a Wonka. movie podcast yet, but I'm. I'm gonna go see that movie anyways. The 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 new I one with Timmy Timothy Shamp. What's his name? Timothy Shamalay or Shum I have no idea. The new the, the kid that's playing. You don't even know about the new Wonka movie. Well, I've heard of it. I've heard there's a new Wonka movie, but I don't know who's playing. Yeah, it came out today. Willy I'm Wonka. gonna go see it. It can't be good, right? It's getting good reviews. So, I you know I'm. I'm Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, oh I forgot about them. How, so, how how yeah, the movies. Movies. The movies a that lot. was my nickname back in high school, Rotten Tomatoes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so 
the way I when I go to re watch a movie, I always check the reviews because I don't look at the critic score though. I look at the audience score, and then I read a couple. And it's getting some. It is a musical though. But it just came out today. It's a musical, a musical too. It's a musical. The first one was a musical. Snooze. It just came out today. How many reviews are there? Over uh, a bunch already because it came. Well, it came out midnight last night, and a lot of people go see it when wow. it first comes out. Do people like get dressed up as Willy Wonka? I don't know. I are should. You, are you gonna get dressed? Who's the up? little kid that got the little chunky kid that got sucked up through the chocolate? I should get dressed up as. It's him. probably. It's probably bad. People will probably. I don't think I ever seen Willy Wonka. What? Never seen Willy Wonka? I don't think I ever. No. Come. I. Grew, well, I, pro I probably should have said that. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have. You're a drop. You're drop shipping people stuff. You have never seen Willy Wonka. So in the future, and the so this is. Uh, maybe the next one you can tell us how how great Willy Wonka was. Are, are you gonna watch any Christmas movies? You watch any Christmas movies? I have. I, I have. Yeah, I watched Home Alone. I watched uh, Four Christmases. I actually like Four Christmases. That oh, that's pretty good. Fun. That's with. Yeah. Uh, don't tell me, Vince Vaughn. Yeah, and and uh, Yeah, I, I, and I watched Fred Claus. The man, just. It's like the worst, best Christmas movie all in one. I, I watched that last year. I almost is someone. Is, what are you guys? That's where that? Vince Vaughn too, though. So I, I was, so I saw someone had Fred Claus and some other. Oh, Elf! Elf was a double feature. Someone was selling. I was looking at eBay store the other day. Ew. And I almost, I almost pulled the trigger on that. But well, I, I have, like, eh. I have moved, I have my must sees that I save right up until like, and I watch them, uh, like five days out. You know, Elf. And then it's a wonderful life. Ooh, I like that one. Um, I've already, but I, I already watched Scrooged, but I'll watch Scrooged again because I love that movie with Bill Murray Scrooged. Um, the Disney version of uh um a Christmas Carol, is that right? The one the animated one where Jim Carrey does the voice. Oh, yeah. That I love that movie for some reason. That's I'm on this, and then I always on Christmas Day, like a Christmas story. I love that Did you movie. watch that new Christmas story last yeah, year? Yeah, it was actually pretty good. Too. That's pretty good. Yeah. Have yeah, you seen Eight Bit Christmas? Yeah, I watched that last year. That's like our our generation's version of a Christmas story. Yeah, I like that. I watched that last year. What was it called? Eight Bit, Bit Christmas. Christmas. I'm trying yeah. to. I don't remember who was in it. Who's in it? It's somebody. I don't remember. I feel, I feel oh, like I'm not oh, in, in the spirit it. now. I got. I guess I got to watch a Christmas movie. I don't. Know. I recommend Joe. If you haven't seen Eight Bit Christmas, so you've seen a Christmas story where you get the yeah. red rifle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Eight Bit is when when we were kids and they and we wanted a Nintendo. Yeah. And parents were kind of against video games for a little bit and stuff. So like, it's all about that. How his parents weren't going to get him a Nintendo, and how he really wanted a Nintendo. So it's for my yeah. age, super fun. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris. That's who it is. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, I know it was it was it was good. I watched that last year. I think maybe I'll, maybe I'll check that out since I haven't watched really any. I think we watched Home Alone. Well, we didn't sit down and watch it. It was on Home Alone. The um, first Home Alone. <clears throat> Santa Claus, like the Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. What about I like Grinch? The Grinch. Have you seen the Grinch yet? The Grinch. Which yeah. one? Which one? Jim Carrey. Uh, you don't I like mean, that, do you? I'm I'm gonna tell you a true story right here, right now. I watched right. that from beginning to end for the first time this year. That's good, right? It's better than I 
than I've always imagined, than I always thought it was. But seeing it in bits and pieces, I never was like, Ugh. and I've seen the movie. majority of it, but this time I actually, like, I'm gonna sit down and watch because everybody loves this movie. I'm gonna sit down and watch it from beginning to end, and it wasn't terrible. It wasn't. It's good. It's one of my. Fa- I think I like it better than Elf. It's really good. No, no, but that's it's really good. I like Home about- Alone two better than Home Alone. Joe, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Probably Home Alone. The first yeah. one, yeah, the first one. That was a that was a good one. I did like yeah. I do like that one. I like Home Alone. I, I, I remember. I don't know when did that come out. When the Home Alone nineteen ninety, I think ninety something. Yeah, yeah, I can remember. I remember just... driving to Blockbuster to get. Well, I didn't drive. My mother drove me to Blockbuster and we bought it. Yeah, I can I can just remember being obsessed with it when I was younger. On VHS. And, and we then watched it all the time. Then the the kids like it. Riley's not too much into it. I don't think she really understands it yet. But oh. she'll, she'll probably. Uh, I had a computer I game Home Alone. What's Did that? I? I had a computer game Home Alone I played as a kid. You got, mean? I had, like the floppy disk. You had like eight disks to load to, into the computer <laughs> to play it. And you had hot, you hide everything computer around the house. The little square blocks. The only computer game, game I ever played was Oregon Trail. The That's worst the game. game you played? Yeah, That's the only <laughs> computer game I've ever played. I remember thinking when I the first time, and I was probably, I think I did the math, I was like 14 when Home Alone came out or something like that. And I just remember thinking it was the funniest thing in the world when the when they were getting hurt, when they're like, you know, burning oh, yeah, their yeah, hand yeah. and the oh. iron is falling and he falls yeah, down yeah. the stairs and steps on the nail. Like, I remember think I remember dying laughing out loud at that age. Now when I watch it, it's, you know, it's fun. It's cool. But I remember back then I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. So I get where you guys are going. Like I, as a teenager, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. When it come out 1990. Uh, yeah. I guess it was, I think I'm pretty sure that's when it came out. Yeah, I think film. that's right. My favorite, I don't know. I'm kind of a nostalgic kind of guy. Now that I'm older, I, my favorite movie is it's a wonderful life. I do like I'm that one. Both. You ever seen it in color? I see. I've seen both. I I prefer to watch it now in black and white. But yeah, 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 I've seen the remaster. Yeah. Yeah. As I just remember as a kid, my parents we would watch that every year. And now that I'm older, I, you know, I'm like, man, I, you know, I get it. I really like that movie. But it's such a good. That's a good movie. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a good tale about a, a young lad who grows up to be a good man. It's <laughs> pretty old. That Sounds like this podcast. Yeah, right. It's just like. Dan, when he's drop shipping stuff, he's a good man. I have drop shipped before. <laughs> I when I first started reselling, drop shipping was going to be a huge part of my business because I had no idea what it was. I was at I went to that work and this guy was like, "Have you ever, why don't you just like take stuff like just take a picture of it or take the picture and post it on eBay and then when someone buys it, you just buy it from there and put it over and send it to him." Like that's yeah. I'm like I didn't really think of that. And then I was. I was getting ready for work one day. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't have to do anything. So then I had, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it on my eBay store. I have, I had two account, I have two eBay accounts, and one of them I use for cards. And I wasn't selling cards at the time. And I was like, oh, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go do it over there. So I go and I look and I pit, put some board games. I was really into board games. When I first started selling. And I put board games on there from Amazon, and there was this board game uh monopoly unicorns versus llamas that was like huge <laughs> it was huge and uh listed it and <laughs> sold it i listed it on ebay and then I, I after a day i got a sale i'm like oh 
I got a sale. Ew. So I sold it for it was like it probably I think it was listed on Amazon for like twenty, and I had it listed for like thirty, and then. On top of the, the shipping, I was definitely going to lose money when I sold this. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I was going to lose money. In this. I got the, real Noah's, no, I was going to lose money. So they sold, and I went to. So I was like, "Oh, cool. Let me go buy it on Amazon so I can ship it to the person." I go to Amazon, and it was sold out on Amazon. Oh. No. oh. So I'm like, "Oh, what am I going to do? I'm like, what am I supposed to do?" So I'm searching everywhere for this game. Cannot find it. I find <laughs> it. I found it on. Before, like years ago, I I was like, oh, let me try this because I used to buy, uh, like a if I I would find there's a show Joey the Joey from Friends he had a TV show spinoff and uh-huh. episode or season two would only only was released on DVD in other country so at the time I was buying it from Amazon in Canada and shipping it to me like I I buy it was buying it in bulk shipping it to me here and then i was listing on ebay and selling it for like a hundred dollars but i was like buying it for like the 20 bucks on ebay or on amazon so i was like oh i'm gonna buy llamas versus unicorns on amazon canada so i go there they have it available i'm like oh it's easy <laughs> and then so i go to buy it on canada amazon it wouldn't it would not allow international shipping so i was like oh what am i gonna do now so I go on Amazon and now there's people that are selling this game on Amazon and they see that it's sold out. So they raise the price yep. to an outrageous amount of price. So I, long, I ended up spending $75 on a $20 game to sell to 30. So I could ship it to the guy. <laughs> you should have just bought monopoly and then just like cut out a picture of a llama and, a uh, and just slapped it on the front. Like this, the story goes on too. This makes me even like a more of an idiot. All right, keep well, it going. A, keep bad, it going. a very bad person. This is a very bad person. <laughs> Later on, I keep checking. So Amazon versus llamas versus uh, unicorns versus llamas monopoly on Amazon becomes available again before I have to ship it out. So now I've bought it again <laughs> to drop ship to the guy. Then I canceled the order that I had from the other guy that I spent 90, 75 or $90. I don't remember canceled it on that guy because now i can get it cheaper and then I, I, it gets delivered and i do all that and i like i don't know what i'm gonna do so i ended up buy like 10 copies of this game <laughs> so i can ship it to my house and then i just listed it on i would just list it on ebay and so when it would sell it would sell so then i ended up with selling it when it would go off when it wouldn't when it would run out on on yeah. uh on on amazon and I did that for a while, and I, I think I gave a copy away. It was actually my very first video on my channel was about this. Was this exact? Ooh, I'm gonna story. go watch. No, I took there? it down. I took it down oh. because I made like this. Literally, seriously, I, I my very first night, I was sitting in bed. I've been watching. I've been. This is November. I started watching resellers in July, and so we're in, like seven months later, and I just been itching to do. Basically, kind of like I about a year wanting to do a podcast. I was just like, oh, I really want to do, I really want to do a channel. I don't know what to do a channel. And there's stories in my head. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna tell this story. So I write, I write out a script of everything I'm gonna say. And I, and I came into this room, and I was like, I, I put on a, I had a sweatshirt on, a hat. I'm sweating. I'm sweating, and I'm talking, and I'm just talking in circles. 
and I tell this story and I put it out and it gets like, I don't know, probably 30 views. And after a while, I'm like, this has nothing to do with reselling. This is probably the absolute dumbest thing I've done. I've done a lot of dumb things, but this was absolutely stupid. I want to see this video. I want to see you like wiping your brow. I would stop on top of not knowing how to do like not. I'm not saying I'm not saying I know how to make a video now. But at the time, I have no clue oh. what I'm doing. Like, nope. I, I, I was on my film. phone. I'm like just looking, and I would stop, and then I was like, "All right, come on, we can do this." And then I'd go back. I had I had no idea how to ed- do the edit. Not, I'm not saying I know how to edit now, but it was way worse than it was. Way worse. We're like a few years in now. It was very bad. Uh, it is. Wanna, you have should, access to that video at all in any way? Yeah, it's private. You know what? I will. Uh, if you're gonna make it live oh, again, you made it. This because we're about. We're probably got to be about done. If you yeah. made it this far, I'm going to unlist it, and I'll put it this. I'll put it in the description of this video. If you really want to watch it, I'll do I'll that. I don't, I don't, it's just I don't want to. I didn't want to have people like watch it and actually think that like this is probably a good idea. So I, I just, I just <laughs> felt like I probably shouldn't have this out here anymore. I'm not like in, I mean, I'm embarrassed by it. But, you change the title. You change huh? the title. This is no. Now and then a couple not- of videos later, I have another video. This one's out there. It's like. Art Vandalay 219, that was the channel name, versus Llamas versus something. It was like the title. And it was like one of my biggest videos at the time. I thought it went viral. But all these people were mad because they were searching YouTube for llamas and they see my I was gonna say cuss word. They just see me and I'm like, it's it's bad, it's bad. This is I guess it's almost like a kind of a thing to get you guys to watch my old videos. But I, I will if you really care, you can watch you can watch it. There's only been like 40 people have seen it, but I'll, I'll put it. It's in the description. Most of the time, I, I, if you haven't figured out, we got to do something at the end of the video to see who it's It's nice to see the people who've watched this all the way to the yeah. end, because usually it's shock value at the end. <laughs> yeah. so if you're still watching and you want to watch Dan's first video, let us know in the comments down below. No, it's in there. I'll put it in there. You go. Yeah. So you go, go to the link below and then comment to us about, Oh, it's it's there now, or you're gonna put it there now? I'll put it. No, no. I mean, it'll yeah. be there by the time this comes out. Yeah, and then so wait, wait us, are we recording live? Are we live? We're live right now. Yeah, you didn't know, you didn't you haven't been watching the comments this whole time. Oh, Joe, I'm never good at comments. <laughs> no, but I don't see. Let's go to the yet. future. If you're watching this right now, and you watch, you went and clicked on the link and watched Dan's first video. Let us know down below what you think about his monopoly. Versus llamas versus unicorns versus what art, art vandalay versus art vandalay. 